Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Alrighty, guys, welcome to an episode, like episode three of Behind the Stage, I think it is, where we have my very special guest and friend and client, Jess, Jessica, Jess Brennan. This is very formal. I think there's the only two people in my life that call me Jessica, and that's my dad and my partner, Ben. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll go back. With, I'll go back to Jess then. <laughs> Um, so Jess and I have a really interesting episode coming up for you. I will just throw out the topic as a bit of bait, although you probably would have already read it in the, the title. So we are going to be rebutting a very strong position of all fat loss is self-rejection. But before we get into the really juicy topic, I think we we should update on what's happening with your own training, nutrition, wedding, all of it. What's happening with you? Um, so I think we've just gone into week four. I think week four. How, how do you not know, Jess? Like, how do you not have this all sorted out? Because I'm like, I don't know what week we're up to. I just know how many weeks we've got to go. So I'm doing like the reverse counting process as opposed to like, oh, we're in week four. It's like we have this many to go. So I think we've got six weeks to go. That's where I'm more at. I'm a down counter. Um, so, yeah, we've just we've got six weeks to go with this deficit phase. Um, and, yeah, so we're in a deficit at the moment um, doing a little mini wedge shred um, I did post about it on my Instagram and I would preface there and I will preface here that I'm not doing a wedge shred because I feel like I need to shred for my wedding. That's not it at all. It all started about three years ago when I tried to do my first wedge shred. Um, and you know, we're now here and I was like, you know what? I've been in a surplus for like four and a half months, you know, doing a bit of a mini cut was sort of floating along timeline and we're like, let's just, you know, do a cut and I can smash out my wedding dress so uh yeah that's where we're at um i got extra cardio this week can't wait for that one um but yeah that's where that's where we're at so we've got six weeks to go wedding and then i think back to like a maintenance sort of surplus stage and then prep come september yeah it's a pretty good it's actually a pretty good um lineup with where the cut end well where the cut is compared to your overall trajectory with competing and stuff like it's a pretty smart place to have put it and yeah and it was one of those things like if in terms of big overall goal it was gonna um be negative towards that i wouldn't have done it but it was sort of like well it sort of worked so we'll give it a shot so hey this is yeah. this is kind of on the topic but i'm really curious did you talk to me about the reason why you felt it necessary to put it out there on the socials that like, you know, you don't have to do a wedge shred. Um, what was your thought process behind that? Um, I suppose it was because 
I have a few people who followed me from like right when I first started my weight loss journey and this is not going to sound as I mean it, but like I've gotten my physique to a point where a lot of them are still sort of working towards that. And then I didn't want to come out and be like, I'm not happy with how I look because they're like, well, she's not happy and I'm working towards that. Well, what's that say about where mm. I'm at? And so I was just really wary of, mm. of that sort of position. It's, you know, like, it's like, I want to improve myself, but I'm also aware that, you know, other people look at what I've achieved and they want to achieve that. And yeah, it was mm. all around that sort of thing. Very, very considerate of you. And it's something we're probably going to talk about is just like considering who your audience is on social media, the fact that there are billions of people on social media, it can all get very hairy, especially when people are coming to your content with their own biases, their own perceptions, their own experiences and journeys. And and I get that, Jess. And gosh, it's something I, I, I overthink. I overthink to an extent and... You know, I'm primarily on Instagram as a coach. I'm primarily on there as a coach. I'm not primarily on there in a personal capacity. Um, I think it's very, very considerate of you to do that in from a personal compa- capacity. But as a coach, I think it is. I do think it is on us to an extent to consider who our audience is and what we're doing in our personal lives. Does that, you know, does that kind of match up and does that um, assist our audience in a way? I do really believe we do have a responsibility um, I, that'd be fine if coaches argued against that, that would be fine. I, you know, could appreciate the other side to that argument as well, but it is really interesting. And there, there, there have been times where actually not in the, not on the topic of health and fitness, um, where I might've said something and then received some DMS, like, again, totally not on the topic of health and fitness where I received some DMS saying, you know, actually, this is the way I see what you've just said. And, you know, sometimes I, I can see where they're coming from and don't agree. Sometimes I can't see where they're coming from. Sometimes I can, and I agree. And it's just very, very interesting when with social media, we're not just um, exposed to those people in the same kind of, you know, socioeconomic status as us or cultural status as us, or we're exposed to the, the diversity is next level, which we've never, well, as humans, we're having to adapt to that very quickly. Yeah, no. And I think that is, that is the thing. And I think I was extra mindful around it because it's that like wedge shred. And there's yeah. obviously so much around, you know, that preconceived societal idea that a bride you know has to be skinny and small on their wedding day and I was really yeah I wanted to be cognizant of that that because I was like that's 100% not what this is like as we said earlier it really was timing wise it's just worked really nicely um with what else we were doing um but I think yeah there's that real that pressure and and that and I was like I don't want to be contributing to that um at all so yeah it was a bit of a bit of a disclaimer yeah hey Jess do you have notes did you yeah I actually said I was gonna and I've only got a few things written down so um but I think I think this is a good segue to properly get into the topic so just to explain where are you at Before oh, my it. update. Oh, okay, my update. So I bought some lower heels to to because I assumed that a bit of a lower heel height would help me pose better. It made it way harder. I don't know if it was the lack of the platform. Weird, really strange. Um, Or maybe it had been that I'd been practicing in the high heels. So then the lower ones threw me off. Wasn't expecting it. I'm going to keep practicing in the lower ones just to see. Actually, I don't mind the look of the lower heel. Um, I have, I'm into maintenance now. So officially started maintenance today. I am 
sort of tracking my macros properly now, finally. Um, I will have to update my app today. Um, I wrote out a meal plan yesterday and then I didn't buy the foods that were on it. I bought different foods. Um, and I'm, when I when I say that, I wrote things like steak and I got, you know, lean beef. So like, I mean, much of a muchness. Um, but some of the veggies I changed, again, much of a muchness. It's not going to be crazy. Um, so I will need to really quickly get back into absolutely specifically tracking macros when when someone is in a comp prep we have a very finite amount of time and a and a and a stage look that is very it's not something you would you would be able to sustain in like quote unquote everyday life so this is why we do need to be very specific and this is why I'm talking about getting back to tracking my macros to the t to the gram which is something I don't you know ever promote online but it's it's what I need to do for my personal hobbies and goals so this is what we're doing but very excited I had a meeting with Jace last week um and yeah it was just super cool we're both aligned on the strategy that we're going to take actually you and I had a conversation in the DMs today about um we're just talking about fat loss and rates of fat loss and and those kinds of things and um we're going with a a moderately to aggressive approach straight away right off the bat um get the result you know do the hard yards we're going to have some diet break weeks as we need them and as you know just depending on how my body goes the ideal is to try to increase food into the show I was actually just listening to a podcast to shout out to the 3DMJ podcast. It's an amazing podcast, a fantastic resource. If anyone's listening and wants like more bodybuilding style um, and competitive style content. Um, But they were actually saying like, you know, it's the ideal. Do many competitors actually get to do that in real life? Not so much, right? It's amazing if someone's body does respond in that way and we can feed someone up into a show. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I just mean say being in a deficit um, for a number of weeks you know, prior to a show, most often, most people sort of running behind schedule and they have to be dieting quite heavily into their show. If we can, and I'm not a comp prep coach, but if we can, I'm just going to say we feed someone up into the end, you know, where whatever date that is, you know, they're getting on stage, their muscles going to be way fuller. They're not going to look sick on stage. They're not going to look unhealthy. Um, it just gives them overall a healthier and more full, you know, muscle, muscle looking, uh, a muscle look, right? So um, the, the goal is to, you you know, we've got time. We've got plenty of time. It's the the fourth of October, I believe, and the thirtieth of October. So I think I think we're going to run into twenty weeks initially for the first show. Jace just asked me, you know, how important is that first show on the fourth of October? It's not as important to me as the thirtieth of October. And and you know, he sort of said, what 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 are we going for here? And and I'm just going to be honest. This is a great place where I can talk in longer form and be honest. Um, I actually said to him, look, if I don't want to embarrass you at that first show. If I'm not ready, if I'm not lean enough, we're not, I'm not getting on stage. Like I don't want to, you know, and, um, I, I, that's the position I want to take. I don't want to reflect poorly on his coaching service. Um, I don't believe we'll be in that position. I do think that we're going to be fine. I think that I'll be fine. I'll be lean enough. Um, and the, I just want to preface this. I'm not doing IFBB. IFBB is next level lean. The, the federations I'm doing, they're not as lean. The, it's still bikini, but it's just not as lean. It's not as muscular. It's actually a very different bikini look. Um, and, yeah, so that's what I said to him. I said, look, if we're not ready, we're not ready. That's fine. I don't care, you know. And then the 30th of October, that's the show I really want to shine at. Um, and again, fuck it. If I'm not ready, it's fine. I'll do season A. Like, I'm not attached anymore. I was the first time I did it extremely attached to the date I told everyone it would have been the worst thing in the world if I couldn't do go through with it 
I've learned, I've got some more experience, you know, apart from, you know, potential lockdowns happening again, um, should I have to wait and put it off because I'm not happy with the physique? Fuck it. I'll wait and put it off. Like it's not the be all and end all. Um, and I think that's a healthy position for competitors to bring to the stage that we're not caught up on, on the date so much as we really just want to bring a, an amazing package to the stage, wherever that might be. I think that's a, a quite a healthy mindset. Just, you know, similar thing happened to you. Um, we brought in my partner to consult on, on you and your journey and what would be the best with your, um, you know, new house and the wedding and all of those sorts of things. And, um, with his expertise, we, we sort of all decided together that pushing your, from B to A, from season B to A would be the, like, it just, it just happens. And you were, you know, on board with that. I think, you know, slight disappointment for a second. And then you realize that like, actually, this is definitely going to be the right thing for me to bring the best package to the stage. 100%. 100%. I was thinking about this the other day, watching people like post, um, you know, their countdown, some competitors who are competing in season B and they're like 20 weeks. And I was like, there is no way I'm six weeks out just over, I'm over six weeks out from my wedding. I was like, there is no way I could be 14 weeks out from a comp attending my wedding and being in a headspace where I'm enjoying either of those processes. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad we did push mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, mm-hmm. you're a maniac. Why did you think that was a good mm-hmm. idea in the first place? Mm. And like, to be fair, you know, I was, I was sort of going along with it. I know you're a high achiever, you have high standards and I was sort of going along with it, but I am glad that, you know, sought help um, and assistance yeah. on that decision. I think it was just having like, it's not that I couldn't have done it. I think that was yeah. the thing. True. I could have done it. True. Would I have enjoyed, I think I would have looked back on my wedding day with regret that I hadn't given the whole experience to that moment, considering yeah. it's literally been like t- nearly three years in the making True. and you know, put the, because show would have taken more of my time mm-hmm. and, you know, the stage mm-hmm. is going to be there plenty more times. My wedding day, hopefully, is not. Um, and I think it was good that Aaron came in and was like, mm-hmm. dudes, just, yes, you can do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if any coaches are listening, you know, that was a good experience, a learning experience for me too. It's okay to defer to more experienced coaches with your own clients and just, you know, you can be honest with your clients like, hey, you know, this, you know, I'm actually going to run your case by, you know, another experienced coach. Your clients are very much going to appreciate it. They're not going to think you're um, hopeless or anything. So don't be shy about getting other more experienced coaches to um, have a look at clients, especially if it's something like a, a competitor. Um, but even, you know, if you're, if you're a new-ish coach and you're looking at some fat loss phases and you have questions, you know, getting yourself a mentor um, and you can run these things by them is really, really smart. So hopefully, you know, if there's any coaches listening, you can hear this example and hear that, yes, I sought, you know, consult from, from um, a more experienced coach. Like that's totally fine to do. Just like you don't care. <laughs> happy that happy that I was able to ask yeah um, 100% it was good that like not that I ever thought you didn't have like my best interests at heart but it was just so obvious you're like no I really want to make sure mm-hmm. I'm doing the best for you um and you know your goals and what you want to achieve and that was really yeah mm-hmm. That was really good. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you can, if as a coach, you know, sometimes we do want to um, act as if we have all of the answers, but we have to be real that we won't always in specific areas. You know, we might in some areas, but we won't always. And, um, you know, I know I've referred plenty of clients to mindset coaches, counselors, psychologists, 
you know, osteo, osteos, physios, whatever, just keep referring out so your client gets the best um, best results for them. And that's never going to deter, it's never going to deter a client. And, you know, fuck if it does, well, you know, they're maybe better off and like whatever, you know, not every client is suited to every coach and that's fine. But um, so yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited, Jess. Um, I, I, I am, a, I am a bit nervous in, in an extent, um, just because I do understand the mental challenges that do come with prep. And at this point, I think I, we could go off on a tangent on this topic, but I think I might've created a life that's a little bit too comfortable as whacked as that seems, but everything yeah. is, is, is very much in my favor at the moment of comfortable. So I, you know, fully working from home. I have, I do have space. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it in my brain, but I do have space in my calendar, which I've purposely set. Um, I was saying to Jace, like, I don't use an alarm to wake up and he, he was laughing. And I said, so like, I can put an alarm if I need to get some cardio in, I can, you know, wake up at seven, um, yeah. to an alarm. Cause like what luxury, you know, that's a very, it's a big luxury not having to set an alarm. Right. So it's a little bit of those things, but at the same time, and we're, we're going to get into this when we talk about this topic, but the character traits it's going to require me to lean into is what really excites me. It's going to ask me to be more disciplined than I am now. And I've done this before and I thrive off that level of discipline. And I think when we're in our comfort zone, we don't have to lean into to those things. We're not pushing ourselves and it can feel actually not that great being comfortable all the time. I often refer to that book I read called Strive and it, it just shows with human evidence, we do better when we're being pushed or challenged to a, to a goal. And there is a very, you know, there's a, there's a line with burnout and mental health issues and all that sort of stuff. But there's also the other side of it where these processes allow us to lean into character traits that are actually really good for us, even though they might be hard. There's, you know, getting up at seven or to an alarm, like it's not that bad. Yeah. And I think this may segue us into our topic. It, 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 it forces that self-improvement and that is what we as humans do strive for. We constantly do want to be improving on ourselves and that's what gives you that satisfaction at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think those traits that you're going to lean into for comp are obviously going to then flow into other elements of your life. And, you know, that self-improvement across all areas of life is what's so exciting about it. Yeah, completely agreed. I feel like we're, we're going to be on the same page just hearing you say those things. Um, so guys, what happened was I'd seen a post and it was shared by a friend of mine on her stories. That's how I came across. I'm not following this person. So I saw this post and it was, it was quite interesting. So I clicked into it and just in a nutshell, it was basically saying, it was basically saying, unless you're overweight, which is interesting because usually these kinds of pages don't refer to that, but it said, unless you're overweight, um, fat loss is a sign of self-rejection. But basically the subtext was, if you're overweight, it's fine. Like you should lose your the body fat, which is fucked in itself. Like what? Um, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That, was, that was a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing, isn't it? It was. I mean, the wording on it has since been changed to say, um, unless for health reasons, because uh, I went looking because I was like, I just want to review the post before we launch into this. And I was like, hmm, interesting change mm, of words because, mm. you know, I was like, it was uh, – yeah, an interesting way to put it. Yeah, it was really interesting and, and it was kind of like, you know, tough pill to swallow. And I think at the outset, we need to acknowledge that it was probably written with the, 
look, I can't make assumptions for the person. So I'm just going to say that we're not going to name people because I don't want this to be a personal attack. It's about the post. Um, but I, th- I think it was written co- to kind of like rally the troops. Um, it was written with, you know, potentially engagement, the algorithm, those sorts of things, trying to get people to comment in mind. And sometimes things get written and you, you know that it's going to cause comment discussion and you may actually in the in the comment discussion the person may actually go yeah you know what I see the other side completely and and you might actually start to see that it's not as black and white as they as they once mentioned and maybe that was for the purposes of Instagram because what kind of content does well on Instagram very um, inflammatory content right so so we'll just chuck that out there but but I actually, I sent it to you and I was like, you know, maybe we should, I think we said maybe we should podcast on this topic, but basically, so, so, you know, is, if you're a health, if you're a quote unquote healthy weight, um, which is challenging in and of itself, but if you're like, like, how do we define that? You know, there's some, I guess there's some parameters we could use, but, um, you know, if you're a healthy weight, then all fat loss is a rejection of self which is so strong. It's a very, very strong frame to put this in. Um, so yeah. you, do you want to go first, Jess? <laughs> say the other bit for me that really, I suppose, stood out in it was there was a, a comment made about, um, like in the post that was about, um, you know, trying to or pushing your body outside of what it naturally should just be. Mm. Like, And I was like, oh, this could be in all sorts of, things that's not just fat loss like it was a quite a interesting statement it basically was like you know your body as long as you're a healthy weight that's what you should just let it be because trying to do anything outside of that natural state is self-rejection and I was like hmm okay (laughs) yeah there's lots of things the the other interesting thing is the the person in question has six-pack abs which is also a very interesting I think an interesting context piece of context in this post i was i was actually listening to a podcast today that so i happened to just be bored out and it had nothing to do like i wasn't going hunting and they were saying they were talking about this whole like you know self-love self-acceptance movement and everything and they said oh generally the people spruiking the love yourself at the size you're at are skinny like skinny by societal definition you know very fit looking blonde Mm -hmm. young they're very like you know society stereotypical good-looking person it's not and they, it was yeah, a really interesting comment that they made I was like mm. yeah mm. yeah 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 it is actually because I I went back just before uh, I, I actually hadn't really noticed anything about the person the first time because there's quite a lot of infogra- uh, you know quote posts there but then I yeah I sort of had a look and I was like oh that's very interesting um you know, but um, yeah. So in terms of this topic, what you said before, Jess, and when we were talking about the um, the the character traits that comp will bring out, there are so many different things that I want to talk about when it comes to this. But I think the primary one is that for a lot of a lot of people, and this is coming from me as a coach as well, who who does work with a lot of women who do want to lose body fat. What, what do we really want? What do we really want is it's typically a f- different feeling. When I wake up, when I be, when I be who I am during the day, I want to feel different. It's very interesting when we start to break it down like this. And I think that the, that post, one of its failings is it actually makes it about the, the fat and the physical and, and the body itself. 
Whereas when I speak to the women I speak to, they want to feel different. That's what fat loss to them represents a, a different feeling. And some of them, like for example, myself, because I would actually say I, I, I would actually say I did fall into the self-rejection category years ago. What was I chasing? A feeling. And I, I thought I knew the answer to that. I thought it would be just the physical fat loss, which it's not, right? But when, when we're really saying like I want to lose body fat, we, we're actually saying I want to be different. I want to feel different. And even for just say, you know, a woman is in quote unquote healthy weight range and she says she wants to lose, you know, two kilos of body fat, something very, very minor. So again, this post is saying that's a form of self-rejection. What is she really saying to me and what do I really hear? It's so similar to me with the comp thing. It's like, what will it take for her to lose the two kilos? It's probably going to take a bit more fresh air, a bit more activity, a bit more of stress reduction, a bit better sleep, some more fiber, veggies, water. That's that's pretty much all it's going to take. Fucking tell me how that is self-rejection. Yeah. It, like, and that, that for me was my main point that I had to bring to okay. this as well. Yeah. That, that what, as you said, what the post entirely overlooked was the that feeling that the – actions you take that result in fat loss give you because that's what you're chasing and as someone who came from a point where at the very and I will at the very start of my weight loss journey it had nothing to do with feeling better I wanted to lose weight because I didn't like how I looked I hated myself like I truly hated myself and it, it started from a place of self-rejection like complete self-rejection if we're laying it all on the table here i started my weight loss journey because i'd been to um two friends weddings and both of them were bigger girls like i like you know like me like i was at the time um and both of them were like i hate my wedding photos i don't want to look at my wedding photos i don't like how i look and ben and i had been together for a while and i was like I don't want to hate my wedding photos. I was like, I need to lose weight so I don't hate my wedding photos. And so before we were even engaged, I was like, I'm going to start losing weight now. So when I am engaged and I get married, I'm not going to hate my wedding photos. That was purely the motivation behind my weight loss journey. It was self-rejection. I didn't want to hate myself anymore. However, I lost my weight. Turns out... You don't like yourself anymore. Um, it's this really strange thing that I lost all my weight and I was like, I actually still don't like the person I am. Like, I'm not happy. Like, it didn't bring me all of the self-love. What brought me the self-love was realizing that the discipline I had and the things I was doing and the choices I was making and the values I brought into my life and discovering those and realizing that was what I was proud of then bought the self-love and and all of those things and that's you know that's what motivates me now it's not the weight loss it's the the pride in the choices I make and the person I show up as every day and you know as a result at times that results in fat loss because at times those actions are moving towards you know that goal at times they're also moving towards me gaining weight like it changes, but it's the actions that give you that feeling. It's not the physical number on a scale. Yeah, I mean, I think we just summed this up really quickly and really nicely. How funny is that? But I, I, you know, we didn't compare notes prior to this, 
Um, we absolutely resonate on that. It's a really interesting one too, because if there's anyone sort of, you know, questioning this still, what Jess said at the end there, I think is also really important because just taking the both of us for an example, Jess came at it from, um, you know, overweight. I came from, you know, I was already, I guess, quote unquote, in the healthy weight range and went underneath that. You know, we both realized the same thing. We've both come out the other end of that. And it's really interesting because I think if we're saying um, any form of weight weight loss is self-rejection, we also have to say the opposite. We also then have to say any form of weight gain is self-rejection. And people will be like, what? Because, you know, I guess that doesn't fit the narrative of, you know, we can't, you know, change our bodies. We can't do blah, 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 blah. But it's like when it fits this, when it doesn't fit that narrative and when it's about weight gain, I, I imagine that people would be like, but, you know, that's not how it's meant to work. And it is really interesting. And I don't know how you feel about this word, Jess. Um, I have, I, I think I, I like it. I do think I like the more of the self-acceptance um, position to come from because I think once we accept we're human, once we accept we're not perfect, you know, I, I sort of want to push back a little bit against this. We are perfect snowflakes and oh, man, you know, I, I do think we're inherently, I do think we're inherently worthy. This is going to be very controversial. Do I think we're inherently good enough? I do think as humans we're inherently good enough, but I do think we can possess character traits that we don't like, and I think that is fucking okay. I think that is okay. Interesting. One of the – I came with notes. Um, One of the notes on my phone specifically says – this is the sentence I wrote. I said, self-acceptance and self-improvement are not mutually exclusive things. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally Perfect. the note I wrote. You can accept yeah. yourself for who you are. Yeah. But you can also want to improve yeah. on parts of yourself that you identify yeah. you're maybe not the best at. And, you know, there's like I, for example, can get a bit temper tantrumy sometimes. That's something I'd like to improve on. Doesn't mean I don't accept myself for who I am. I've just identified mm, this yeah. is probably an area I could be a better person in. There's no difference with that when it comes to health and fitness. You can accept yourself at the level you are, but also say, hey, there's this other space. I don't go out and do enough walking. I sit at a desk all day and get 3,000 steps. I want to do better at that. That's not rejecting yourself at all. Dude, how interesting is that? I I wasn't actually sure where you'd be on that, but you've actually written that down. How funny. Um, Yeah, it is really interesting too. And I was on a podcast a little while ago where I related it to education but I think maybe business is a better is a better analogy but I said like in terms of education I um, am you know except where I'm at with my education I continually want to learn like I don't know if I'm gonna die in the next few minutes but I, I imagine I'll probably potentially be alive till I'm 80 I have time to fill how would I like to fill that? Well, I'd like to learn more. <laughs> like it doesn't mean that I think I'm a fucking idiot because I'm seeking to learn more about, you know, personal training and nutrition or programming or any of that. With my business, it's like, you know, I'm really proud of what I've achieved in the last 12 months. Absolutely. Like beyond my wildest dreams, basically. Not shutting up shop and deciding that, okay, I don't have to become a better coach to my for my clients. They're already getting something that's fantastic. Why should I improve? 
it's it's not me i'm not sitting here going i fucking hate my business i want to burn it to the floor i'm a horrible coach blah 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 it's saying i'm actually really i'm in this case i'm actually very pleased with what i've been able to achieve and yet i want to continue to improve and there's there's just nothing wrong with that far out how do we how do we come to this place where it's like don't change because if you if you seek to change you're you know shaming yourself you're self-rejecting it means you hate yourself it is just the biggest load of shit and you, i don't know what the exact analogy is but there's like a crab in the bucket analogy where it's like the crabs are trying to get out go you know to freedom the other crabs pull them back down i don't know if that's actually a real thing that crabs do but is this just a sign of that you know socially it's like you don't change don't you change don't you change because then i can feel comfortable about not taking the challenging steps to you know level up my education to change my healthy habits to stop sitting on the couch for six hours and watching ultimatum even though you and i have both done that right you know I, I i just want to chuck it out there because i do think inherently we des- we deserve good things you know we deserve good things we deserve to treat ourselves really well um, but at the same time, I think that it's okay to challenge yourself and to really say, am I actually happy with the way I'm showing up every single day? And if you're not, it's okay. We're humans. I mean, God, point to me a human who is perfectly happy with all their actions, thoughts, and behaviors every day. Exactly. And this is the thing. And I just, I was reading because I was like, where's this? where's the rest of the world seem to stand on this? There's, you know, a bit of hit and miss with, like, people People are polar opposites. They're either all for it or all against it, and that seems to be the thing these days. You can't sit somewhere in the middle. You've got to be either way. But I um, was reading, and I found this, like, blog post. Anyway, I kept it up here because I was like, this sums things up really nicely. So it says, it says, Taking steps to improve yourself, be it your ability to complete tasks, your temper, the way you manage your money, the food you eat, your organization, or even your weight are all acts of self-love in a way. Recognizing the areas of your life that you'd like to change and then actually doing something about them is courageous. You are facing your fears in one way or another and taking action towards the life you want. Acceptance is an important part of this self-love, but acceptance doesn't mean that you have to accept a part of your life that you aren't happy about either. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. And you know what? If you're coming at this from the actual, like it really is self-rejection, you're going to find out about it sooner or later. I hope you don't have to do that. Jess and I both have. It's not a great place to be. But it doesn't mean that's everyone's journey. It doesn't mean that's everyone's story. It doesn't mean you're all like our old selves. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I think, you know, there's so much more out there these days around, you know, identifying values and, and the true, you know, reasoning behind goals and stuff before you go and set them that's sort of helping people have that realization that oh actually i'm coming at this from self-rejection to start off with so you stop it there and then and you don't end up you know at the rock bottom that you and i have had to hit to have that journey and i think you know that that shift is so important Mm. but i think you know yeah i just yeah it really that post (laughs) yeah yeah it is it is it's it is and for whatever reason, I just think it's, you know, pendulum swinging all the time. We go from one extreme to another, but, uh, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully at least, you know, I'm not to shout out my own community, but hopefully with this community of women, you know, where 
Um, we're not shying away from aesthetic goals. We're not shying away from them. You know, a lot of it, like we're saying, is based on who do you have to be to achieve these certain things and leaning into those things of which we actually value. Like it could be discipline, organization, patience, emotional regulation. There are all these things we have to employ to actually get particular results. And um, I had a client today um, message saying how she's now able to set better boundaries with people, stand up for herself, be more authentic and courageous, like you're saying in front of people, which is a, it's just phenomenal change. Um, and you know, that was born through bloody new training and nutrition coaching. Like what? <laughs> no, and I'm a hundred percent the same. I come to you all the time and I'm like, Oh, look at that for growth. When something happens that would have entirely derailed me at one point in time and you know the other day I was cracking jokes about it um because you know it's like okay well this isn't the end of the world anymore and you know all of that came about through training and nutrition I developed all of those skills and all of those things and I think to to make I think what you know nuance you know it's my your favorite way my favorite way but I think <laughs> as you said you know where speaking on behalf of someone who we don't know their intentions, but I think, you know, the post, what they chose to post was provocative and very, like, just a statement that I think overlooked a lot of other things. And whether that was just for engagement or not, whatever, but I think at the end of the day, there was a lot of people that probably read that post and, you know, you've got to think about that too. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I, I've spoken to a few clients before who have got mixed up in, in some circles where the, the, the main intention is, you know, any form of self-improvement or change or wanting to do something a, a different is, you know, bad, wrong, something to be ashamed of. Just that, just a huge pendulum swing. And like, Farad, I get why the pendulum swung. You know, we've come from, um, what is it? Uh, cocaine chic we've come from hustle culture we've come from all of that like I get why the pendulum swung but let's just sort of bring it back to the middle look at this logically and and like you were saying Jess just just keep asking you know if you're sort of not sure where you where you sit or whatever just what are your values how how do you want to show up like if if you could close your eyes right now you had a little magical fairy in front of you that was that was said you know you can create your I guess, dream character. You can bring your dream life to reality. What are the character traits you would like to exhibit? You know, how would you like to show up? And if you really think about that, you might say, well, you know what? I really admire people who are, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's possible. It's just practicing of skills. You know, I used to think that, uh, you know, so many things were set in stone. You were organized or disorganized. You're um, timely or you're punctual or you're always late. You're lazy or you're... It's it's not... I just... I'm not sure I believe that so much anymore. I think a lot of it, you know, is partly social conditioning, modeling and all that sort of stuff. But I do think that we can practice... This is, you know, growth mindset. Carol Dweck, shout out to her book, Mindset. But it really... It, it really is about we can start to practice and a trait a character trait may take you longer a long longer time to exhibit than someone else who finds things public speaking or whatever you know some people are natural public speakers uh but how many people um how many famous people um have you heard who actually were terrible public speakers and they become you know a-grade lawyers or whatever or barristers or whatever um politicians and you don't realize they had to work on practicing these skills and yeah, it's just interesting. I, I think give yourself 
give yourself, you know, back yourself and understand that if there is some character traits that you do want to exhibit, is if there is a life you like to lead, um, in terms of how you show up, you know, uh, it is a practice. They're just skills that we can practice and lean into every day. Um, actually, shout out to someone else, the holistic psychologist, I believe her Instagram is. I'm not going to get into the content of her post because there, again, it's very polarizing. Um, but she has something called the Future Self Journal, where she actually sets out as a task in the morning to ask, you know, what traits would I like to exhibit today? What situations might come up? And then how would I respond to them if I was coming at them from, you know, someone who was um, caring, empathetic, diplomatic, um, loving, vulnerable? Like how would I show up in that, those ways? It gets us to think of, well, you know, typically when I wake up and my partner has left the toilet seat up, I fucking go at him but I want to come to my relationship with a bit more compassion. So, okay, so when that situation happens, I'm going to explain, you know, honey, this is the way this makes me feel. You know, can you possibly change? Whatever. I don't know. (laughs) That's not my area of expertise. I'm just trying to give an example. Um, um, So, yeah, it's an interesting thing that you might do if if you're sort of thinking, well, you know, maybe you're a little bit upset. Maybe the gap seems too far and you're a little bit scared to take this step. Maybe it's, you know, it feels a bit easier to go in there. Let's not change camp because the gap is too big. Um, Just, you know, have some compassion for yourself. You're human. None of us are perfect. We're all learning. We're all evolving and changing our minds all the time. And all of that is totally fine. And um, what's one step you could take to try to lean into that character trait or test it out just a little bit? Sorry, can you hear my dog scratching? (laughs) He's decided he needs to lay down. Um, yeah, so I th- actually think, Jess, that we've summed this up pretty well, if I may say so myself. <laughs> I agree. And there were some tangents that went off along there, but I think it was all, you know, came, came back in a nice little, nice little uh, bundle. Yeah, amazing. Well, oh, you know what? Let's talk about some fun stuff for a second. I got my new water bottle. That is exciting. Amazing. So uh, I'll need to be drinking (laughs) at least a little bit more water than I have been. And it's so funny because I got it in the mail. So guys, it's a Frank Green water bottle. It's clear with a straw and like a little spouty thing. It's not got the push button. And I got it because I know I drink more water when I have a bottle, when I can see it. And when it's like a spouty thing, I don't do well with like twisting shit, pressing buttons, all that crap. Nah, not for me. It took me two hours to figure out how to use this water bottle. So the the top, you have to like push it back. I didn't know. So you just flip it open. It looks open and nothing was coming out. There's no suction. Um, anyway, I, I figured out, I watched a YouTube video on it and they just show you, you just have to like click it into place. But I figured out how to use my water bottle. I have on the topic of water bottles I have this water bottle that gets referred to as my emotional support water bottle it is the most beat up like can you see this thing anyway I have three other that are exactly the same in the cupboard they're not the same though like I'm emotionally attached to this specific one and like the straw bit's broken it doesn't work properly but I tried one of the other ones it's not the same so hang on a second are you telling me you have identical water bottles yeah, I have multiple because I like this water bottle so much and it was so hard to find one that met all of my criteria. Um, and when I did, I just bought a heap of them so that I never ran out. But for some reason, you need to use the battered one and not... Yeah, I just like the battered one. I think it's because, like, the little strawberry's got, like, my little teeth marks in it. It's all just nice. This is, like, molded so for me. strange. I thought I was strange not being able to figure out how to use my water bottle when you bring up this story. 
I'm attached to mine. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Jess. Well, I think that's I think that's it. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch base on? I think so. Yeah, sweet as. Well, thank you guys. Uh, It's interesting. I did put a poll up on my Insta just before we recorded this to sort of see where people sat. And it actually was overwhelmingly in agreement with our stance, Um, which, you know, not surprising. It's obviously my audience and um, we're all here to get aesthetic goals. But we hope you guys loved this episode. Uh, Jess will be back. Uh, I've got to be honest. I'll just be honest with you. My organizational skills the last little while haven't been amazing I actually I haven't spoken about this on socials but I have just released a business mentorship um, which if you are an online coach nutrition coach PT and you did want to hear the insides of my business and ask questions I have a close friends list so you can message me to jump on that but basically to those people I have released a business mentorship and I've I think we're week four now so my like you know a lot of my free time and effort has gone into doing that um, and and supporting those mentors which is amazing but I must admit it it has meant my scheduling has kind of gone by the wayside but Jess um, will be on the the show more often if you guys resonated if you agreed if you want to get some you know getting juicy in the stories and and give us your um, opinions as well feel free to dm us uh, and screenshot and post on your stories you know if you think it's going to be helpful for another woman to hear please share the episode with her we would really really appreciate that and with that being said over and out and we will speak to you guys soon bye